button. When we were taking pictures on Sunday and Andy said three, two, one to tell us he was going to take a picture, I kept thinking he was going to say three, two, one record button. It's just like what feels like should naturally come next. That's fair. I still haven't seen the pictures of the of the ladies from that. Yeah, I haven't either. I sent you anything that was on my phone, but I haven't seen whatever. Um, oh, I'll send you some ones from Andrew from Lauren's phone too. Poif. Uh yeah. Poif. Yeah. Um so where Andy came Andy came up with a possible new tagline or at least because I was like, you know, what we're probably going to talk about in this episode. And he was like, yeah. And then he said, what did he say? Um, this was the V-Spot, a veganish podcast for feminist friends. Yeah. Is what Andy said. Because, yeah, you know, that's kind of closer yeah. to what we are now. And, you know, yeah. It, no, it honestly is. And um, do you ever, I mean, maybe not because I find that I'm having a lot of conversations about feminism with people like all the time um but do you ever like has anybody ever like said to you or have you ever heard anybody say like oh I don't know if I'm a feminist or oh yeah no I knew somebody who was a feminist and like they were really aggressive I hope you're not like that or like anything like you know do you know what I mean when people say shit like yes that? I have never had anyone say that because I would be like get out of here I just um I think that there's perhaps a real misunderstanding (laughs) about what it means to be a feminist. Because I think, I think that every human being alive (laughs) should be a feminist. Right. And so I don't know, I don't know why there's any um, conversation or confusion around whether or not someone is a feminist. Or to what degree they are a feminist? Because shouldn't we all be feminists? What, um, why don't we? Why don't we start there with a cat? <laughs> what is a feminist? <clears throat> Do you want like the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of a feminist? Um, or do you want? Well, I mean, in in theory. <laughs> In, in theory, both my definition and the Merriam-Webster definition, or whatever, the Oxford Dictionary, whatever you're using, would be the same. Um, but I think, again, so, so femi- feminist is essentially somebody who believes that, um, th- that you know, women matter. <laughs> it's outrageous, I know. Um no, it's it's essentially just believing it, it so okay. So maybe <laughs> there's so many ways you can answer that question. But essentially it's just the belief that like things shouldn't be determined based on sex. So like my my existence and my experiences and my opportunities and what is at my disposal should not be different because I have a vagina and and Andy does not. Do you know right. what I mean? Like we should we should be treated the, as the same. Um, men and women should be considered the same. Um, this is this is when my the beginning of my degree is going to come in handy here. Um, but so the definition of feminism, if you were to Google it, is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Um, 
interesting though if you google if you put feminism into google that comes up like the dictionary definition and then um from britannica comes up a definition as well but under feminism it says political ideology Hmm. Mm -hmm. which i think is interesting um but that says feminism is the belief in social economic and political equality of the sexes although largely originating in the west feminism is manifested worldwide and is represented by various institutions committed to activity on behalf of women's rights and interests so i mean obviously like there there's feminism was born because since the dawn of time women have not been equal and so there had to be a movement where we rose up and said hey hey what what about us we're going to do this too like you, you don't get to do everything just because you're a dude and so that's you know where feminism comes from right mm-hmm. but like there's all these different waves of feminism so there's like second wave third wave fourth wave we're like in fourth wave or beyond at this point i don't really subscribe to a certain wave of feminism because like there are important parts f- mm-hmm. in all of it um i don't personally love a lot of second wave feminism but the thing is is that like second wave feminism was like the early on right and so since then like decade over decade over decade over decade like ideologies and people's opinions on on what women should be or whatever have changed and a lot of early feminists felt that like there was two different ways you could go like you should either fully embrace the feminine because that's what makes us different um or you should behave like a man because that's what will get you equality. So there's all these different like mm. worlds within each wave of feminism um, that you can belong to. And like as we've discussed before, there's, um, you know, ecofeminism and like all these other things that that fall within the different realms. Um, but then you get into like a lot of discussion and, a, and I've talked to you about this before around like people disagreeing with like, Uh, how a woman presents in terms of her sexuality Mm -hmm. like being promiscuous for some is seen as a negative trait because it means that men are able to you know uh, objectify you and like you're a sexual object and this and that and then there's the other side the side that I sit on which is like women should be able to do whatever the fuck they want and be as sexual as they want and if a man has an issue with that that's on them that's not on us but there's like a whole side that disagrees with that right and there's like differing opinions on porn and there's different opinions on sex work and there's different opinions on women who do or don't want to be mothers and like there's all this craziness within each wave of feminism and that's you know to go off on a tangent didn't really mean to do that but that's kind of why I don't necessarily prescribe to just one wave if you will because I what was the second wave that you're like no second Second wave feminism is like early on, um, and that's where a lot of like the um, women um, felt that like you should behave very feminine versus very Mm. masculine. Like you should, you know, buck anything that makes you feminine because we can be we can be like a man too. It's not just for men. We can be like a man too. And then there's the other side that feels um, that you should embrace your femininity and and all of that. And it's all, you know, to be fair though, it's also when a lot of like um, birth control rights and things like that um, came to be I mean maybe first wave is a little bit more of that but it it definitely like spills over it's a lot of what was going on in like the Mm -hmm. 60s um and kind of like those early early ideals I guess um 
Yeah, just like the just like the very very early, not super early, obviously, because feminism started before the '60s. But like, kind of taking everything that early feminists did, like the suffrage movement and all of that, and like kind of putting it into action, I suppose. But that's when a lot of like the fights over pornography and women's sexuality, a lot of that started then, and that's also when like a lot of conversations and arguments around lesbianism came into play because like women would get mad about other women who maybe had it like were what we would probably now call biromantic or or not necessarily fully gay but like interested in women romantically maybe not physically but women would kind of like default to relationships with other women as a way to like buck the patriarchy Mm. and there was a lot of conversation with true lesbians who were like hey what about us who are like actually gay (laughs) and you're kind of like a fake gay like there you know obviously like things were so different then and they didn't have a lot of the terms and like the phrasing that we do now um but yeah, a lot of that kind of started there. I feel like I don't I don't think I have. I mean, I don't obviously this is your this is your degree. This is what you do. This is like your jam. I just want to be able to do whatever I want and be equal. That's it. Like yeah, if I yeah, want to exactly. wear a skirt or yeah. if I want to wear pants or if I want to sleep around with everyone or if I want to be married to one person if I don't want to have kids, you know, like all of this, but I still want to be able to make the same amount of money as a dude. So, like, that's where I fall. I just don't. You should be everyone should be able to do what the fuck they want. We're also yeah, no, I totally agree. Does um, like gender identity play into this at all? So I feel like that kind of came more into play or not. Well, you know, that was definitely largely talked about in like the 60s and 70s and and certainly earlier than that as well. But in terms, I feel like of our, you know, the way that we're taught educationally or what have you, like that shows up a little bit more in in later years. Um, And they, at least in in the books that I had to read for school, they didn't necessarily talk a lot about gender identity in early waves of feminism. It came, it was a lot more largely discussed in like, you know, fourth wave feminism and and more recently um, because that's like what a lot of our generation is talking about, right, is gender identity and, and even like completely eliminating other social norms that were were not that that wasn't happening you know 10 20 30 years ago and I think that's what's interesting about each different wave is that you've got like your second waivers who you know we're dealing with like the baby boom and like the 50s and housewives and the nuclear family and and all of that kind of starting to come to an end and people really questioning if that's the way they wanted to live or you know women rather questioning if that's the way they Mm -hmm. wanted to live and then you kind of moved into you know, third wave, fourth wave, and now you've got today, which is like, it's so insane to think about what women were going through in the 50s mm-hmm. and 60s and having to like fight for birth control and and all of the women who, you know, suffered because they didn't have birth control and like the women who died and like how women's sexuality was probably largely not even really discussed because women couldn't explore being sexual beings because birth control didn't exist and you would get pregnant probably and so you couldn't even explore what your sexuality looked like the way that a man Mm -hmm. could because 
you know, every time a man has an orgasm, it can result in a pregnancy. But every time a woman has one, it resorts in nothing. So 100% um, of unwanted pregnancies are because of men. And yeah, well, I was going to say, we don't orgasm, so, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that's funny. Nah. But either way, either way, whether whether you're giving yourself an orgasm or somebody else gives you an orgasm, we can't get ourselves pregnant. Like we we can't do that. Like every time a man has an orgasm, it can result in a pregnancy. When we have one, we just have one. It's just good times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like prior to birth control, that's probably a large part of why like so much of that was never discussed or studied or what right. have you, because women were just seen as vessels for creating humanity. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy to me, though, in all of this is like, this has been going, we're in the, like you said, fourth to possibly after Fifth. something. Yeah, I lose track. I don't know how many <laughs> waves there are at this point. Sixth, I don't know, because but I like, don't really, you know, af- after fourth wave, I stop thinking. But about we're it. still fighting <laughs> the I same know. kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, we and have. there's still so many things <clears throat> going on around, like, these exact same things. Around birth <clears throat> control. Around a woman's right, right to right. choose. Around women's health care in general. Right. Around sexuality. Around around you know what makes you a lesbian versus bi versus queer versus this versus that and you're not queer enough or you're not this enough or whatever else the fuck you know and like so so it's insane really to think about like the amount of progress um that we've seen over the last hundred years when we're still the having same these fights. same conversations and these same arguments yeah. and like how many times do you hear something about you know like oh well sh- she shouldn't have been wearing that skirt she right was why was she it. dressed like or, that you know or like banana or like the most bananas phrases that you don't even realize are a problem like how many times growing up were you told that you run like a right girl? you throw like or, a girl or don't be a pussy or like t- when a little boy cries telling them that they're behaving like a girl right. and yep. shit like that that just like puts women down and makes it seem like they are inferior and if you're behaving like a girl then you are inferior yep. and it's just yeah it's just really ridiculous because most of the men i know are trash yeah <laughs> that's that's um <laughs> you know that's actually a great segue <laughs> Um, Most of the men I know are garbage and they can't find their way out of a paper bag. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I like that. Um, Anyways, yes, that's a good. That was a good song. song. And it's a good segue up to our little a little topic. That's a huge topic that isn't um, it's women's rights, but it's human rights. Um, yes. And you know, I want to I want to start off by saying yes. to you, I'm sure that you have, have had a similar mm-hmm. thought and I have saved this so that we could discuss it when we discussed okay. this matter. Have you ever had a moment where you debated? Obviously, it's different for us maybe because we have this podcast and we are what we are. But sometimes I think that I might stop calling myself a vegan. Because I just don't want to be associated (laughs) with some of this chaos. And I wish that it was just isolated to a few bad vegan eggs here and there. But it isn't. There seems to be a lot of problematic behavior in the vegan community. And and 
I sometimes am like, I think I might just eat the way I eat, believe what I believe, and keep my mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> because I, yes. I just... Yeah, and actually, it's funny that you say that because the... um, Well, I guess take a mini side rail here for a hot second. Um, When we went and saw our representative, uh, Delgado, out in Hoosick Falls, mm-hmm. the first person who went up to the podium was there about animal rights. And I was like, mm. oh, I didn't, I mean, so where we live out in the middle of fucking nowhere rural New York, um, I did not expect the person at that town hall, the very first person to go up, like guns ablaze, like ready to go. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to hear a Trumper or something crazy. No. Animal rights about like um, farms, like big big farm areas taking over the uh, wildlife spaces and how they're they're hurting um you know animals into unsafe situations and shooting them and this and that and i was like oh okay um it was really nice to hear and then um at the end she also mentioned the puppy mills and how it was like the day Mm -hmm. before that was supposed to come up again and she was like you know it's we need to get rid of it in New York and just all this stuff. And I was like, I want to talk to her. So I made sure to go up to her after and say, like, thank you for talking about the animals to the representative. I, I truly did not expect that out where we are. And she was um, from the ASPCA, I think it was. Um, yes, Andy's confirming. Um, and, you know, I was just like, thanks. I, I thought that was great. And I and she was like, yeah, it's a thing that really matters. And before I almost and I had this very conscious thought. This is how this ties in. I was going to say, oh, well, no, it was nice to hear. It was so great. You know, my husband here and I are both. And then I had that thought and I said, do not say vegan. (laughs) And I literally said, do not say vegan because a Mm -hmm. that's assuming that this animal rights person who cares about dogs and wildlife is a vegan, which is not necessarily true. And B, I don't. Even if it is true, I don't want to, I don't want to say, I didn't want to say. And so I said, my husband and I Mm -hmm. are both big animal rights people. I specifically Mm -hmm. took the word vegan out my mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's how it ties into you saying that because, yeah, there is often that I won't say it. I won't tell, you know, and it's not like, oh, I'm ashamed of it. But it's, I am, I am sick and tired of these psychos, like no fucking wonder people think that vegans are psychopaths. Um, yeah. And I can confidently say, like, we're not just talking about people like James Aspie. We're not talking about people that we don't immediately know or have been in a fucking room with. Like the people right. that we are, you know, the players on the board in which we are observing right now are all people that we have either directly come in contact with or secondarily like these are all people that are people we know that are nuts and that I'm like I don't want to be a vegan because of you and the way that you are acting I just don't want to be I don't want to be associated with it and like I, I like I was telling you I was talking to my my coworker, and she was saying you know similarly out here in the scene that she was a part of when she was vegan that like she would go to animal rights meetings and she would go to this and she would go to that. But then people started to get super judgy and militant and the whole you're not vegan enough. And if you do this, then that's not vegan and et cetera, et cetera. And, and I was telling her about how like, you know, you we've talked a lot about the the bananas 
conversation where like you shouldn't say things like two birds with one stone or whatever else and it's like how extreme are we gonna get here and it's like if we're worried about two birds with one stone shouldn't we also be worried about like these other really crazy extreme things that it is very clear to me that we are not worried about Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like it just doesn't the the crazy that's the other thing too is that the crazy is not equally distributed right if we were going to be you know, really passionate about all of these things and and level-headedly passionate about all of these things, then fine. Great. But we're not. We're not. We're picking and choosing what we're spearheading. And it's like, how how do we how do we justify this? And again, like we've said on this podcast so many times, you know, I obviously still, you know, don't eat animals, but like over the last year, two years, it has just not been top priority. Like there are so many things mm-hmm. happening that to me take precedence. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying that that makes what happens to animals any less awful because it doesn't. Like I saw, I think it was Farm on their Instagram had some terrible video that I scrolled past really quick yesterday because I was like, nope, can't see that. But even like the half second that I saw made me so upset, you know? So like, it's still there. It's still in me. I'm still passionate about it. It's just that like, Oh, how God, we, do we have so many problems to fix? Like, how <laughs> I'm I tired. <laughs> I, I guess it's and it's just like you said about the feminist thing. How can we, you know, how can we even begin to fight the fight against animal abuse, animal agriculture, you know, eating animals, all of this and animal rights when we can't even handle human rights, human rights should come first. That should be done. Like, hello, that yeah. that should be done first. I'm not sorry to say it. Um, that should yeah. fucking be done, and it's and not. It, sh- it should have been. It should have been done a long fucking oh, time ago. Yeah, we should not still be having no. these conversations. I mean, and like you know. It- no, no, it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be a perfect world. There's still always going to be assholes. There's always going to be, you know, problems. Obviously, of course. Sure, fine. I'm not trying to, like, cure anything here. But, like, at the very base of humanity, there should be consideration for one another. And we do not have that. <laughs> we don't have that on our best day, sometimes, it feels. No. No. I, I don't... <sighs> Yeah. So the conversation that we're alluding to, the things that were are happening are in the capital region of New York. Um, I guess, should we start at the beginning? Yeah. You know, I don't know that we ever necessarily like came straight Mm -hmm. out and said what happened because it was so early on and like, you know, it, you know, whatever. But, um, Obviously, I think we we lightly addressed it because we changed our theme song and um, and there have been some conversations since then. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we just <laughs> we just go back to the very beginning. <laughs> it's a very good place to start. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, yep, yep. So, um, here's a question: When did this all go? Down? It it happened. It had to have been in like early to mid December because say Christmas. We, we like were early. talking about it at Christmas. Yep. Yep. So in early to mid-December, it came out pretty much like a like a breaking of a dam came out mm-hmm. when um, the owner, mm-hmm. former uh, podcast guest, Joey Bourbon, mm-hmm. was accused at the time mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. abusing 
his recently separated girlfriend Mm -hmm. and that happened and when i say a damn broke is because she came forward and almost immediately more people came forward um what's in what's interesting though and correct me if i'm wrong but you and i heard about it from somebody from somebody else like we didn't hear about mm -hmm. it from his most recent ex correct that's i was gonna say that's the mainstream story which is what most people are concerning themselves with the way that it happened for you and I is that my sister who is eight years my junior um texted me a screenshot of a tweet and was like hey uh isn't this that guy you know that owns the you know diner kind of place right and I was like wait what yeah it was from someone who is her age mm-hmm. said that she had been abused by bourbon as well. Mm-hmm. And so we found out from someone who is not the, who would I, I would argue Roz is under the most fire. Yeah. Because she was, I guess, the figurehead in Albany because the other ones had been like 10 years prior and like five years prior. And because she was so well known in the Albany area that unfortunately people were more likely to talk about her and her situation yeah so that that all happened that came out and there were videos uh Mm -hmm. that Roz posted there were um pictures that she posted of the aftermath of the situations that she had been uh talking about and I mean that was that was it Mm -hmm. that's that's all the facts yep them's the facts Yep. And from there, everyone started immediately having an opinion. Mm-hmm. Sides were formed. Sides were formed, um, which is. There's always going to be always going to be sides. It's going to be expected. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It always is. It's when it's freaking mm-hmm. crazy people like, um, oh, my God, what's his face from House of Cards? Oh, oh my- yeah. What is his face? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. You know, I'm sure. <laughs> I knew it was Kevin something, but I couldn't get Kevin Klein out of my head for some reason. Not <laughs> it's definitely not him. No. Um, He's an angel. You know, I Spacey, know. like all these other people, Johnny Depp, all of these people, when things happen, when it's like, I'm accusing this person of sexual assault, of sexual abuse, of domestic abuse, of sexual, sexual misconduct, whatever yeah. level it is, whatever the case may be, there's always going to be sides. Mm-hmm. But the the fact of the matter was nothing was – generally speaking, if we're talking these big-wig celebrities, they either drop off what they're doing. So, like, Kevin right. Spacey stopped House of Cards. Right. Like, he didn't – he just – he stopped doing that. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody's fucking worked with Johnny Depp. He's, you know – since then, any of these things, if it's a politician, they have to back down. They have a lot of, of questions that have to be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually they stop the project they're working on. They drop out of office sometimes, what have you. Yeah. All that happened in regards to Joey was he just disappeared. Right. Said nothing. Um, just disappeared. All he said was a little blurb on Instagram that said, I will, you know, I will claim responsibility for things I've done, not for things I haven't. Ask me a question, maybe. That was it. Um, So did I ask him a question? 
no. No, I didn't either. Um, I thought about it. I thought about it. I did. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to like the answer. Right. <laughs> so. Right. So, so I'm not going to. But it should not be up to us to ask these right. questions. It should right. be, you know, again, small potatoes here, folks. But who would be a kind of local celebrity? Yeah. Right. They should answer. They should yeah. have to answer without the public holding them responsible and asking the questions. They should have to just yeah. make statements. And, you know, you know, when it happens in the public eye, like all, all of those people that you named, like they've got their PR team. Like they've mm-hmm. got all these people who write it for them and, and tell them how to conduct of themselves because they are, you know. But here's the thing. Like Joey doesn't have a PR team. He probably should have a PR team at this point. Yeah. But you know what he does have? He has friends. And I'm like, shouldn't your friends have been like, uh, dude, this is what we need to do. Uh, right. You need to to own your shit right. and you need to do the right thing here because this is very bad. <laughs> right. This is very bad. You don't get to hit women and then move on with your life like nothing happened. Just disappear. Sorry. Just disappear. Um, to the point of, so he owned, co-owned two locations in Troy and in Albany and everything because he was like the face of the businesses. So right. he would do the yeah. social media posts and things like that. Everything just stopped almost instantaneously. Stopped. Yeah. So we heard stopped. nothing. Nothing. At all. I couldn't tell you where he went. If he no. was in the area, I don't fucking know. But no just idea. nothing. And so... It was, when did Bourbon and Wolf's close? It wasn't until, like, February? Yeah. March? It was a few months. Yeah. That suddenly it was it was closing. Both locations closing. Yeah. I want to, honestly, it might have been, like, March. I, I feel March. like that was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. Um, I, want, I also want to say March. And it, they, both locations closing. Boom. Done. Okay. So... Something happened, as we assume, because right. Max Wolf said, well, early on, Max had made a statement before right. they closed saying that Joey had been accused of these things and that he was being ousted from the business. Right. That was much earlier than them closing, just to get our timelines correct, because that post then disappeared. Right. I don't know why. Yeah. No that is the question that I would like Nothing. to know. Nothing was ever posted no. ever again. No. That was the most, that was the m- closest thing to Joey saying something that we yeah. got was Max saying, he's been accused of these things and I'm ousting him from the business. And then right. that post disappeared. I don't know why. Did he get threats? I don't know. Did Joey lawyer up to sue him as for the business? I yeah. don't know. I have no fucking clue. But then it was not long after that yeah. that then it ended up closing. And yeah. As we heard, each one of them got one of the locations. Well, I knew that Max got a location. Right. I heard. Yeah. No, about I didn't. Joey. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't know about the Albany thing because remember, we were like, oh, my God, what a great location. If we started a business, that would be uh-huh. such a great spot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then surprise. Surprise. And then surprise. So here we are in limbo. Max said he was going to open a vegan business in Troy. Hadn't, haven't heard anything still from it. Um, don't know. And then things, this Halo Food Company starts popping up. And it's really good stuff. You know, in uh, local pizza shops, at the Hollow, 
uh, specifically the hollows marketing for this halo food company halo food company and then i think it was andy i think saw joey post a picture of a dog with a halo around its head oh yeah that's right on like instagram or something i remember yeah and we went oh so he's behind it yeah but dora the owner of the hollow was kept saying it was you know the hollow and local vegan experts or plant-based experts whatever her phrasing was all worked together to come up with this okay so still at this point have not named the joey's behind it but he's being a fucking snake in the grass and dropping hints and then all of a sudden dora says stay tuned for a new announcement oh well there's a new place opening in albany called subculture vegan deli and provisions weird (laughs) where is it located weird Weird. it's located in the old bourbon and wolves and then joey posts that it's his place he posts directly from his personal um facebook instagram that you know it was his as though like at that point those of us who had a like a little bit of a brain in our head we're like oh great Uh uh-huh he comes out this is opening and then chaos fucking chaos (laughs) in fucking chaos i don't know if we've ever said the name of the group that we always talk about 518 vegans motherfuckers 518 (laughs) r.i.p except not (laughs) r.i.p it's the 518 vegans group it has been archived now thank fucking christ i hope it stays dead and buried someone put a fucking stone and a cross on that grave yeah because i don't want it coming back sick oh my god i don't and i wasn't even i never i don't even think i ever participated in that group but i liked it for when people would say oh i found this at whole foods and i knew i could drive Mm -hmm. my ass 45 minutes Mm -hmm. to whole foods to get my new cheese sticks i did it first because when abby first started it and and you know abby really got put through the ringer on this my god but like when she first started it um she she like I knew her very well like I met her and Aubrey around the same time and like the three of us were like pretty friendly for a while um and then just like you know through life like we you know kind of distanced I guess but like at first like the group was pretty pretty rad like and it was a small group like it was only you know like people you knew like it was just a a really you know closer knit small group and then it like exploded um but I can remember early on even so there being some problems like I remember very very early on and I I think you we might have talked about this on the podcast there was something like Buffalo Wild Wings was doing like a Mohawk Hudson I remember something and everybody lost their fucking minds because somebody posted about Buffalo Wild Wings that's one of the earliest memories I have of people losing their minds (laughs) and I was like wait why (laughs) like we're about animal rights and so like what's the issue here yeah 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 none of us can eat at buffalo wild wings but like what are we doing and that's one of the earliest memories i have of the chaos and then it just you know that's where a lot of our vegan police conversations came from because of shit in that in that group yes people just being yep crazy yeah because (laughs) like you know a there would be an animal fundraiser at a car place like honda would would uh friggin host something for animals you know shelter the local spca or whatever and they'd serve hot dogs and everyone would lose their mind and i'm like so we can't i remember just being like so we can't think of the bigger 
Interesting. Right. Okay. And that was like low key. And then it got fucking wild. Like people like. Oh, accusatory. Oh, my God. And that's where almost all of our (sighs) conversations when we talk about social media groups, it was that group. It was. I removed myself from that group. A very long time ago. I, I put myself back in when we got nominated for Veg News, to be perfectly honest. But um, I was I, I was out of it for years um, because I was like, no, I can't. I can't. Rem- I'm removed out of the group. To, can't be a part of this anymore. And mm-hmm. then I requested access again when we were nominated. But I remember like talking to Abby years and years, like five, four or five years ago when she first started it being like, you got you, we can't this is not okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like these people you keep people can't talk to each other like this this is supposed to be a, a group of like compassionate people who are mm-hmm. helping each other and like helping new vegans and this and that mm-hmm. and like this is not a judgment-free zone Ugh. and something needs to be done Far from <laughs> it. and like what a joke like that was supposed yeah. to be a group that was supposed to help vegan curious or new vegans are no. you kidding me Re- a, a month two months ago when someone would post hey I'm looking to cut out more milk in my life, but, you know, my kid still drinks their milk daily, so I'm trying to find something that they might. All that would happen is people are like, you know you're killing your kid with dairy milk, right? (laughs) Like, you know you're fucking burning their brain cells, right? You're a bad mother. Yeah, you're a bad mother. (laughs) We're going to take you outside and we're going to shoot you. Yeah. Like that that's the kind of shit that would happen. So what a joke yeah. that the idea of that group was to be for like new vegans as well or veg yeah. curious. Like, oh my God. I would never even yeah. as a vegan, I would never say anything in that group because yeah. chaos. Chaos. And so when the subculture thing happened, one person posted saying, Look, this place is opening. And someone said, Isn't that Joey Bourbon's new place? Yep. And from there, mm-hmm. the waterfall, the literal waterfall, the it was it was more like a it was more like a spring, you know, like a mm-hmm. like something that shot up out of the ground and just yeah. like kept going yeah, and going and like going. And mm-hmm. it wasn't it was it. the people who were saying do not support this were just most of them were saying why are we not holding this man accountable? Right. Why does he get to disappear for five months and then open a new business? Yep. Why does he not have to give answers for anything that he did? Why does he not apologize to anybody? Why is he just getting to move on with his life? And not yep. only that, but everyone's rallying around him because yeah. bro makes a decent sandwich. Yeah. And you know, you know what else I'd like to know that I didn't really think about until right now? I'd like to discuss the name Halo Foods. And I'd like to know why, 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 why we think, Joey, that you should have a Halo right. anywhere near you. <laughs> You, right. What what kind of name is that right. for your comeback company? Are you fucking kidding me? Halo Foods? Right. Oh my, oh my. No, 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 no. Right. No. No, right. No, 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 no. And everyone kept saying, why do we not? And then people were saying, well, we don't have proof. And my mind at this point is melting. <laughs> we don't have proof. Where's the proof? To which there was a couple people in the group who I then added on Facebook because I would like to be mm-hmm. their friends. Um, 
that were like, A, you don't need proof, but B, here's the proof that you don't even deserve because we should just believe these people coming forward. Isn't that the, so that's the craziest thing because number one, everybody's like proof, proof, where's the proof, 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 where's the proof? So here's the proof. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell anything from that. That's, well, you can't, you don't know. That's not real proof. Right. And it's like, what do you, what are you asking for here? You you want proof, so you're given proof. And then it's like, ah, two sides to every story. Right. And it's like, what the fuck are we saying? Like, nobody in this scenario should have had to, no. f- to, to provide no. videos no. of, of, uh, of their personal life. Photographs of their body. Like, to the public. Right. To say, this is what happened to me, and I know you're not going to believe me. So this is this is what I have to offer you. And if it's not good enough, then, like, I don't really know. But I, here's hoping. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why isn't it... Why do we even live in a culture right. where there is a question around whether or not it is good enough when someone comes forward and says this is what this person did to right. me and, and and like it's so crazy and then there's all these conversations well why did she wait so long to come forward and it's like hello nobody fucking believes her so of course well, this is why course she's Adele. not gonna come forward are you kidding me and then it's like ah, blah, 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 blah. it's because i moved on she's mad because i moved on are you fucking kidding me like i i it makes me so fucking mad. And because like, not for nothing. And like, you know, I, I don't, I try not, I try to keep my own shit out of it. Like I really try to like not, you know, put my personal experiences at the forefront of my mind when making these choices. But like, like I said to you, that audio of the two of them fighting, mm-hmm. that could have been me. Like I, I have had almost identical screaming matches. And so I can say from experience that when you are in a situation or, you know, a relationship with a person who is that level of manipulative and is that level of emotionally, verbally, whatever, abusive, like, you become another person. Right. Like, I, I've told you, like, I have been the person screaming in the front yard. Like, there were dents in my car yeah. that had to be fixed from arguments. Like, you become another person, a person I have never been before and I have never been since. And so when when it comes down to the two sides to every story, she was problematic too. She was problematic because she was trying to survive a horrific yep. conversation that literally made her become another person in order to survive it. So all y'all with your two sides to every story she's problematic why didn't she come forward you can fuck yourself yep. because that is the most disgusting thing that yep. i have ever heard yep. and i know you can't see me right now but i am like pulling my face down as i talk <laughs> to you like <laughs> because i just can't do it yep and that's like It's there's so many. The thing that's wild is that is that nobody and it's just Roz and, you know, I'm using her name because she is a victim and we should say her name. She's a yeah, she's she's a survivor, I should say, actually, I should I should use the the better vernacular. So I do want to correct myself on that. She is a survivor and she's a total badass for doing what she does. And like. I, I, you know, it's, I don't like the phrasing of this, but like, I'm grateful that she and everybody came forward because 
now I know and I can do right, make right choices moving forward. And I can distance myself from somebody that I have worked alongside in the vegan community and definitely would have continued to. And so now I know, you know, and and like I'm I'm glad I'm glad I know. Yes, I'm glad I know. And I'm glad that she (gasps) felt brave enough to say something because this is why she wouldn't coming under fire like this. And then to in the 518 vegans group everyone was well, say something say something and you know the rebuttal was well nobody's giving him a chance nobody's giving him a chance i can you know he can see this happening in the group cuz joey was part of that group and nobody's giving him a chance first of all nobody had his hands tied and took away his computer and his phone yeah. All right. It's His the internet. Is right here. Why do I need to give you a right. chance? Take the fucking chance. You've taken every other goddamn chance. Right. You know what I mean? So like, why why do I need to be giving you a chance? Right. And it's the internet, folks. Not a sit down where I keep yelling over yeah. you so you we're can't not, talk. We're not at the town hall. No. We're not down at town hall. We're not. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, <laughs> and you should have said all, something. We're all computer warriors. Right. You should have said something months ago. He yeah. should have said something months ago. Yeah. Months and months and months ago. But here he comes out of the woodwork to say something. And what he said was about three paragraphs of nothing. It was insulting. Including gaslighting Roz. Yeah. And yeah. saying that and, and she was just abuse, jealous that yeah. he had moved on and that they were yeah. both problematic to each other and that you know, all of this stuff of him, 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 not mentioning the other two, uh, two people that I know of that yeah. that came forward as well from years prior. So that had been an right. ongoing thing. And he was working on himself, but never saying what he did. Not I went to therapy or I'm seeking help. Right. Just I'm working on myself. Right. And, you know, the thing is, like, I had a t- I had two thoughts and I forgot the first one, but I'm hoping it'll come back to me. Um, but the thing is, is like, so obviously with with physical abuse, like you know what you did, right? Like if you put your hands on another person, you know what you did, right? With verbal, emotional, etc. There, I think that there is room for somebody not understanding who or how they are right and i think what is important in that situation is for for him and for anybody when they are told this is what you did to me to be able to say oh my god i did not know what i was doing Mm -hmm. and i'm going to ensure that that never happens again Mm -hmm. and i'm going to learn and i'm going to seek out the help that I require, that I did not know I required, and now I know. I've been told, so now I know. And since I know, I'm going to do better moving forward. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, you know, I think especially now, like, when we're all really doing the work to become more educated around things like gaslighting and emotional and abuse and manipulation and all of that, you know, there are a lot of things that I – probably went through when I was in my 20s that I was like this is normal mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that that it's not normal mm-hmm. and now that we're able to recognize those things that are not normal and we're able to tell our partners hey like this is not an okay thing that you did to me that's when the work of okay I'm going to better myself and right. I'm going to ensure that I don't behave that way anymore instead of just being like now nah, we're both problematic 
Because right. you know what? I'm sure she did do and say some shit to you. But again, that's what happens when you literally feel like you need to survive. <laughs> like when you are being so manipulated and so pushed into a corner. Like I said, this entirely new being comes out of you. And it makes you do and say things that you would have not said ordinarily. And I think that he needs to take accountability for what he did to 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 push her in the direction of doing that right because she, she that's not we can't that's that is the literal definition of victim blaming is is putting her at fault for what happened to her for her behavior during what happened to her and none of that is acceptable none of that is her fault he did that to her and he needs to own that because obviously like again like the physical stuff that's tangible you know what you did the other stuff you are being told what you did. And so now that you know better, it's time to do better. And I for I for fucking one don't see him doing better. Even even one iota. Even one even one little shred mm-hmm. of of attempt at being a better person. I just see, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm sorry. I'm doing I'm doing what I can. Uh we're good, right? That's what I see personally. Right. Yep. I'm I'm Joey Bourbon. You know me. Ah, <laughs> like that's what I see. You know, I don't see, I don't see any, any attempt. No, personally. And I, you know, I wish it was different, but the fact of the matter is, it's not. Yeah, and I wish it was different too. Like Joey was a friend of the podcast. Yeah, he did what? What three episodes with uh, us? Yeah, something like that. We did the we. He let us use his band for our theme song. Like he was friend of the podcast. And like, and he was so it's a it's a bummer, right. For sure. And if we have the capability as friends and professional friends to say, well, it took me. Two seconds of sitting down and going, Kat, we need to talk because we were both in the office. Yeah. Us sitting going, no fucking way. What? Maybe five minutes and we went, all right. Nah, I'm done. Done. <laughs> like, Guess I'm not going there anymore. Yeah. If we can do it as friends and professional friends, then the general population who just wants to eat a fucking sandwich should do it too. There is, There should not be any question. Yeah. Believe survivors. Believe Anyone who is coming forward, believe women, believe black folks, believe people in the queer community, like just believe people. Why do we need proof? Nobody has to give you proof. Nobody has to give you answers or reasons other than the people who are being accused of these things. They are the ones that should be held accountable. Accountability, folks. What the fuck? Yeah, and and you know, I think the other problem with the conversations that were happening in the five one eight vegans group, and and probably you know conversations around the whole subculture thing in general, is that I think everybody is of this this thought that everybody who doesn't want to support subculture or Joey, it's that idea of cancel culture. We're trying to run him out of town. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. And it's like no, no, no. Like if he if if he wants to open up a business fine what we're saying is that before i am going to give my support to somebody i'm gonna need to uh, first of all i'm gonna need an explanation and then i'm gonna need to see the receipts from therapy receipts receipts (laughs) i'm gonna need 
I'm going to yep. need to see the genuine yep. attempt yep. before. It, it, this isn't just like some dude. You know what I mean? We're talking about somebody who is trying to be a part of our local business scene. Right. He's trying to be a part of our local community. And that's all something that I think um, we need to take a really hard look at if that's somebody we want to be supporting monetarily. Because, I mean, like, think about the last few years. Everyone's like, put your money, you know, don't put your money in Amazon. Don't put your money here. Don't put your money there. Vote with your wallet, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I'm voting with my wallet, and I'm not voting for people who hit women, who manipulate the community just so that you will come and support their stupid deli. Like, I'm not – this is not what I'm no. I'm doing. And that's the conversation I'm trying to have. I'm not trying to run anybody out of no. town. I'm not trying to, like – cancel him as a person i'm trying to ensure that he understands he needs to be held accountable and like the only way i know how to hold him accountable is by not supporting him or his business and i would personally like to see other vegans who claim to be living their life with compassion to do the same i agree um i don't understand why anyone finds it so hard to do this um, I don't understand why everyone thinks that anyone who's trying to hold him accountable is out to get him. That is both him thinking that and people who are like coming to his defense that are like, you're all just trying to cancel him. You're all just coming for him. Why? I personally, prior to this, could give two flying fucks aside from him beating women and emotionally abusing women and Lord knows what else. I don't give a fuck what he does with his life. Why do what what would I gain? What do I personally gain if he leaves and moves to California? Nothing. He he'll fucking do it in California. So it's not that. It's not about canceling him. It's not about getting him out of town or making sure he can't open a business. No, that's not it at all. So it's just the fucking accountability piece. Also, by the way, it's not funny in jest at any point to take a picture near a Confederate flag. Just so you know, that's not funny. Why does that? Why? Do, why does that even need to be said? Well, because you know Joey did it, so it's funny. <laughs> like, but like, why? 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 Can why? Why can you say, "Well, I did it at the state fair five years ago or in 2016," and that's fine? And there's there's furs in the background, and I'm a vegan, so obviously it's a joke. Wait, what? What? because that also happened that was like yesterday or the day before he reposted that it's like i'm standing in front of furs too and i've been a vegan so obviously it was a joke oh that's how that works cool so anyone who also thinks that that's being used uh against him it's not a it's not a matter of getting him out it's a matter of he is a problematic person for multiple reasons it's so, and it's so crazy like it's so crazy that we're able to see a picture like that yeah. and and just be like that's a joke right that's not funny <laughs> like, yeah like how many times does that happen where somebody like yeah. when they were in college 10 years ago took some really outrageous picture and now like canceled you know and like this fucking rando dude in upstate new york who, who is trying to open a sandwich shop posted uh, uh, had a photo with the confederate flag and you know whatever else and people are like nah, that's fine yeah <laughs> but like you know what i mean yeah. it's not fine and frankly if i did that and i'm a nobody if i right. did that my friends would be like fuck that's not like fuck you 
my friends would say something. Yeah, so. I've worried. Like I, I have had genuine concerns about like any anything I do with my future that that becomes political or anything like that. Like I certainly hope to do. I'm like, nah. There's some concerning pictures on my Facebook of me and like short shorts drinking a beer. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like I'm worried. I'm worried about the the right. the pictures that are on social media of me with like Ryan's face or not Ryan Matt's face in between my legs like you know what I mean and like this fucking guy yeah this fucking guy oh my god so and like to you to your point yeah when you are a even if you're a local small celebrity you will be held more accountable because you are in the public view you put yourself Mm -hmm. there Right. So if you don't want old pictures to be dredged up and stuff, I guess you shouldn't have fucking put yourself in the limelight to begin with, let alone after you abused somebody, multiple somebodies to then come forward again because people will dredge stuff up. They will because they want you to be held accountable for fucking anything because right. right now you're getting away with everything. And not right. only that, you're not just getting away with it. You're coming back from it. You are you're benefiting, benefiting from it. From it. Yes. Benefiting from it. And and putting these women through a, another round of abuse yes. with your bullshit apology yep. and your bullshit, nah, they're jealous. Nah, and continuing to, to call them his accuser or whatever the right. fuck like not once not once ever has he ever said yes i did that correct yes i did that and i'm sorry that that would be a great fucking That'd be a start, great start. yes i would settle yes, for I that. that and yes i'm sorry for now i would settle at yeah. that as a starting that'd be, point it'd be great yep. it'd be a really great starting point yep but instead, we get blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll disappear again for a while and try again in a few months. You guys will forget eventually. Yep. So here we are using our wallets to not support him. Um, slash the women who he's in business with because it is Dora from The Hollow and it is Jess from The Hot Yoga Spot. There are two women who are in business with him. Neither one of them has said it's... anything either. So that's interesting. Yeah. And I think it's worth saying, like, I don't obviously don't know what that conversation looked like. I, that's their business, why they made those decisions. But, like, again, I think it's kind of gross. I don't know who who approached who. I don't know. But I think it's a little gross that Joey abused women right. and is now using them to fix his image. Right. I think that's gross. Yeah. And obviously they're willing participants. They went into business with right. him. That is their prerogative. But on his part... I think it's a little gross to be using well-established women in the community to bring your ass out of the gutter. I'm just saying. Yep. And if you are going into business with him and you are helping him on his path, then you should say something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of we're just going to sweep this under the rug and we're just going to open this business and everything will be fine. And guess what? That's right. not happening. Everything won't just be fine. You're not just going This isn't just going to happen. You know, like I said, we're using our wallets. And also now we are using our public platform to say exactly where we stand. This should not be a surprise for anybody. Yeah. And, you know, like I... I I think both of us at first felt a little strange using names and like being quite so, uh, you know, aggressive with calling people out. But like I... 
I have just I, I I'm sure you agree. Like I have just gotten to this point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like if you behave poorly, I'm done now. And like I I think as women in part, we are taught to like be quiet yep. and we're taught yep. to like not, you know, cause trouble and to not stir anything up. And so like maybe historic you know, I, I definitely like I think I I think I do a pretty okay job a lot of the time at calling people out on their shit, but I think more than half of the time that I'm doing that, I'm being discreet about Correct. it. And I'm maybe not d- being as loud as I could or should yep. be. And I think that I'm just done with that now. And yep. and I, I, again, as somebody who like went through some shit myself, like I still feel a little twinge of should I be talking about that? Like should, oh God, if, you know, if, if somebody, if he heard me talk about that, what would he think? And like, who gives a fuck? You know right. what I mean? Like, why is my brain programmed to protect literally everybody else except for me? And so I think from now on, it's time to just call a spade a spade and be like, fuck every single one of you who behaves like an asshat. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not protecting your bad behavior with my vague conversations. No more. No mas. Nope. No more. I can't make you make another statement I can't make you you know go to therapy I can't make you apologize but what I can do is call out your name and Mm -hmm. say that I think you should be held accountable you know and that's that I'm doing you know when this was all happening again like I was talking to Sarah when we were kind of raising we've helped to raise funds if you follow us on instagram you would have seen it there for two local uh domestic violence shelters and you know i was like i just feel so helpless in this like i don't know what to do it's like everything's just like spinning out of control and everything is happening around us and what can we do we raised those funds which felt really good i think it was like two thousand six hundred dollars in just a few days got split between two local shelters which was awesome yeah that's um and we, again, are not supporting the business and we're using this platform to say this is exactly where we stand and we are going to name names in hopes that it helps other people hold him accountable. So yeah. we are just doing what we can to make a fucking difference. You know, we haven't in the past, like I said, if there was a protest, I would go to it. I would come out of my mm-hmm. like activist yeah. retirement, as it were, because I am just not as hugely in the activist scene right. as I was. Um, but I would definitely do it for this because I'm fired up about this. I'm disgusted by it. I have been sick over it. So this is what this is the least that we can do. This is it, you know, easily at our disposal? Um, you know, for those of you who aren't local listening, Canada or England or Australia or, you know, uh, Wyoming. <laughs> which Hawaii. is basically yeah Hawaii which those are basically like New Zealand who knows um you know any support we might do more fundraisers in the future for the local shelters um that would be great we appreciate any monetary donations to those things if we do those in the future or if you did over the past campaign that we kind of helped to raise funds for um any stories, if you want to come forward with any stories, obviously, we always appreciate that. Um, and just listening to us. And even if this doesn't directly involve you, if you can't make a difference in this area, in this instance, maybe you can do something for someone around you. And that would be really cool, too. 
Yeah. So that's it. That's I think that's that's I can step off my soapbox now. Yeah. Makes me feel tired. It does make me feel tired. So. But, the, you know, to circle back, I suppose, to the way we started this, this is also why, like, in my class and stuff last semester, I was really scratching my head at some of these women who were, like, having some real questionable opinions, you know, when it comes to, like, a woman's choice to, to behave how she behaves and the whole, like, well, oh, look at the way she dresses or, oh, she's promiscuous or, like, whatever else. And it's, like, anybody who thinks that anybody is literally ever asking for any form of ab- abuse, like, what is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> like, truly, like, true. you think that, like, I, the, a, a woman or whoever deserves what they get because of the way that they dress or because, like, they chose to date a certain person or, like, yeah. whatever else? Like, wh- what is truly wrong with you? I just... Like, it's, it's so upsetting, all of it. Yeah, it's gross. The number of times over the past, like, week and a half that I've said that's fucking gross is, like... Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what it is. It's gross. It's gross. Like, it's, it's so many things, but the one that feels the most appropriate gross. is it's gross. Yeah. That's really gross. Yeah. Yep. That was, yeah. like, the best way of saying everything yeah, about it's it. Gross. It's gross. Yeah. It's so, gross. um... Yeah, in conclusion, it's all fucking gross. Not believing women is gross mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. any reason. Not believing, again, black folks, not believing queer folks. Gross. All of it is gross. Um, and also, don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, truly, truly. That's what just, it boils just, down to, folks. Don't be uh, a fucking asshole. Yeah, don't be a gross asshole. Don't be a gross fucking asshole. <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess that's it, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will. Um, uh, I know we haven't really done the food corner thing in a while, but uh, I'll go ahead and, and give our friends at Strong Hearts a nice shout out because they've been feeding me dinner all there week. There you go. And uh, I'll probably have some more shout outs next week. I'm going to try to hit PMA tomorrow. They have really strange hours. So I'm going to go tomorrow because I'm closing. So I actually have time in the mm. morning. Um and uh, I got a couple donuts at Glazed and Confused, um, which were pretty okay. I'm not a huge donut person, and these are not um, very donutty, if that makes mm. sense. You know, like when we go to Lovebirds and those are like donuts, mm-hmm. like fucking donuts. These are very like almost I, – I, I, um, I apologize, Glazed and Confused, if this is in any way insulting, but these are almost like Dunkin' Dunkin Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. I knew you were going to – yep. Donuts. Yeah, because we've <laughs> had them, like, Andy. Yeah. yeah, they're like okay, yeah. and that's the kind of donut that I like. <laughs> like I, I actually will eat these donuts, and and like I won't, they won't, I won't have like all these extra that I'm like these are too donutty. <laughs> they're not gourmet, and that's what I like. Yeah, I like a shitty donut. Sorry, no offense. I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> um, I we've been eating a lot of food at home. Our CSA started, so mm-hmm. now it's like we have vegetables coming out of our assholes i pulled a cat earlier and took a cucumber and just went chop 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 with some i put Uh, radish as well and then i did some of my homemade chai vinegar and salt and pepper and there you go and i ate that in a bowl i mix it in one bowl took it outside and just ate it that's that's my jam it's just straight cucumber it's fucking delicious well i'll i'll take any and all rando vegetables that you have extra because i'm a poor person now so <laughs> Whatever you have that's extra, I'll take See? it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. Uh, 
we're planting, working in the back garden and flats of vegetables where buy one, get one free because the one place is closing for the season. So in theory, I'm starting a micro farm. Who's to say? Perfect. Yeah, I meant to plant some shit and I just did not have time next year. I have there's a lot of stuff I want to do before I get really serious about planting stuff anyway. So do you guys have a chainsaw? You do. I think my mom does. I'm not sure. I want to take um, that like entire section by my back door. The out. Wicker Man? I just want to fucking get rid of Yeah, I want to take the Wicker Man, that entire section. I just want to rip it out. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Perfect. <laughs> I think my mom has a chainsaw, but I'm not sure. So I figured I would ask you. Oh, yeah. I, knew you'd, I knew you'd come to my rescue. Yeah. And if there's one thing we're good at, it's ripping apart a garden or yard Perfect. section. So Perfect. Great. Well, there's our Great. food gardening yard corner, folks. And hopefully next time around, we will be a little less angry. Nah, probably not. But maybe. Um, maybe more food-related stuff. Maybe we can start recipe corner since we'll be doing a lot of homemade things. And it'll be great. Yeah. And until then, you can find us at thefeedspot.fm. You can slide into our DMs on Insta. You can email us. You can tweet at us. You could Facebook us too, but honestly, not very active on there. Sorry. Um, yeah. And that's 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 that. And uh, yeah, don't be an asshole. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Those are uh, my my best words of wisdom. Don't be an asshole. Fucking gross asshole. Don't be a fucking gross mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>